this. This is not a sports show. That being said, hashtag charge the loo. Hashtag MLS for the loo. Hashtag yo must go. That's right. I've had my fill. Mike Yo needs to vacate the Enterprise Center. Forthwith, the Blues are a dumpster fire right now. The St. Louis Blues, the, the pride of the ice for 51 seasons, are skating around right now like they are completely aimless. Um, no pun intended there. Actually, their aim is okay. I mean, they did score four goals last night, but their defense is non-existent. This is not a sports show. It is Impolite Company Wind Down Friday. Impolite Company's Wind Down Friday. I am your host, Yale Hollander. Co-host Annalisa Coker uh, has just texted me. Fell black back asleep. Ugh. I can be there in 10. Do your fun taco circus talk, and I'll be there. Well, how about that? A a slight scheduling disaster turns into a great segue to talk about our sponsors. Impolite Company's Wind Down Friday does not come to you unless we have the full backing and support of our delightful sponsors, including Taco Circus. Taco Circus, fun! 4258 Schiller. It's a taco. It's a circus. They have new hours. They are open on Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Friday and Saturday, live a little. Live a lot. They're open 12 hours. Friday and Saturday, they are open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Arguably, you could have all three, well, I mean, any day of the week except Tuesday, of course. You could have all three meals at Taco Circus. You would just have to kind of calibrate your eating schedule so that uh, you don't plan on uh, eating anything at least fresh after 3 p.m. But my gosh, oh golly, on Friday and Saturday night, you can show up at 8 o'clock in the morning and have a breakfast burrito, come back around noon, one o'clock. I don't know how your metabolism works. I don't know, you know how you know what your intervals of eating are. But but go back and and have some some fresh chips and salsa, maybe, <clears throat> maybe a couple of maybe a couple of tacos to tide you over until dinner, and then at dinner time, man, just pack it on. If you spend fifteen bucks on dinner at Taco Circus, I can almost guarantee that you will have overeaten. Taco Circus, 4258 Schiller, in the heart of the Bevo neighborhood. If you're driving west, if you're driving east, rather, on Gravoy, look for the windmill. Don't pass it, otherwise you've gone too far. But hang a right on a Morgan Ford, hang another quick right and another left, and you'll be, uh, you'll be at Schiller Place, and you'll be at Taco Circus. If you're coming, oh, I can't tell you what to do if you're coming from the east because I don't come from the east. I come from the west. Maybe Chris Sear can tell you on Tuesday. 
how to get to Taco Circus, even though you won't be able to go there until the following day. We're also brought to you by the Fortune Teller Bar. The Fortune Teller Bar can be found at 2655 Cherokee, one of the great arts and entertainment districts of St. Louis, if not the entire Midwest. The Fortune Teller Bar features artisanal cocktails, including house-made bitters. They have a bitters lab right there in the Fortune Teller Bar. They are also home to The Cut, which makes fresh sausages, gourmet sausages, so fresh and so gourmet that they don't even post a menu online because you never know what you're going to get that day. That's how selective they are. That's how creative they are. That they don't want you to just be able to say, oh, okay, same old sausage. No, you've got to go to the Fortune Teller Bar. Go to the cut and see what they've got and order something. And naturally, they have fortune tellers there. Uh, you can have your palm read. Uh, maybe they'll have somebody who can read some tea leaves for you. Um, they do not do phrenology, from what I understand, so they will not be, uh, you know, feeling your skull for for lumps that are going to tell you whether or not uh, you picked the wrong number uh, in the Mega Millions uh, this week, although you probably already know that you picked the wrong numbers in the Mega Millions this week. Um, yeah, Fortune Teller Bar, 2655 Cherokee. And, of course, we are brought to you by the Crow's Nest. The Crow's Nest at 7336 Manchester, right there on the strip in the middle of downtown Maplewood, down the block from the hardware store, down the other side of the block from the spice store, which currently is not open because they had a little bit of a fire problem. But they will be open again soon, I can guarantee you. There's all kinds of cool things on that side of the street. Of course, across the street, there is one of the large locally owned major supermarkets uh, that's specifically located there so that they could treat their staff and management uh, to the opportunity to slide across the street at lunch or after hours, have a drink. Well, they're not having a drink, obviously, if they're at lunch, because I'm sure that violates some sort of corporate policy that they have. Uh, but they could certainly get one of the finest burgers that you're going to be able to find in St. Louis or maybe one of those cool uh, chickens. Well, they're not cool at all. They're actually uh, rather uh, hot because you can't serve a chicken sandwich cool uh, because then uh, you're flirting with salmonella, um, which they do not do at the Crow's Nest, by the way. Or maybe you're getting some pork poutine, those delicious hand-cut waffle fries. I don't know if they're hand-cut or not. I'm assuming they are. Somebody's hand had to have something to do with uh with the preparation of the waffle fries. In any event, they're delicious. I don't care where they came from. They came fresh out of the crow's nest fryer. They are then lovingly um, topped, glazed, dare I say, with pork gravy and then jalapeno gouda cheese sauce, then some bacon, then some green onions for health. That makes it a salad, I think. If there's something green in there, uh, it's definitely a salad. But you can get that at the crow's nest. They've got all kinds of fantastic craft cocktails. They've got all kinds of fantastic craft beers. They've got your traditional beers. You can get a stag there. You absolutely can get a stag there. You can get a citywide there. You can get all kinds of other beers that don't sponsor this show yet. Crow's Nest, 7336 Manchester. Just about every Wednesday night, you can go there around 10 o'clock. And see stand-up comedy courtesy of Wild Card 
Open Mic Wednesday. Not this Wednesday, however, because they've got a Halloween party going on. It's Halloween this Wednesday, so don't go to the Crow's Nest for wild card comedy on Wednesday. Go there for food and beverage and their Halloween party. And then run across the street and do your grocery shopping under the influence. That's always fun. You never know what you're going to bring home. Kind of like... uh, Kind of like Chopped, I guess, uh, the great uh, the great Food Network show starring a friend of the show, uh, literally friend of the show, Ted Allen. Um, you know, you get home and uh, the next morning uh, you open your refrigerator and see what you bought while you were under the influence. Uh, and then you've got to make meals out of that for an entire week and hope that your family doesn't walk out on you. But I suppose if it's too bad, you can just take your family to the crow's nest and make amends because they've got great food there. They've got great daily specials. You can go there on Tuesday and have some sort of taco-inspired meal because unlike Taco Circus, the contrarian taco vendor of St. Louis, the crow's nest is open on Tuesdays. And you can get some sort of taco-ish tasty treat there. We have a text line today, 314-880-0808. Um, we'll, uh, uh, we'll, we'll take uh, bets, uh, of course, for fun only, uh, on when Annalisa is going to get here. So text in with uh, your predicted time when, when Annalisa is able to get here. It is, uh, uh, if you're listening live uh, and you're listening in St. Louis, uh, it is raining out there. We have uh, slick pavement. It's a little chilly out there, so do drive safely, um, especially for the next several days. Uh, please drive safely. You never know uh, when uh, you may encounter a mail truck uh, or a truck that is hauling mail and packages. Uh, you want to drive particularly careful around those because you never know if one of those happens to be carrying a uh, mail bomb, uh, which is intended for your favorite politician or entertainer. That seems to be what the kids are doing these days, uh, is uh, sending out uh, potentially uh, explosive and or incendiary packages um, to people who are on the uh, president's uh, uh, actual or perceived enemies list. And for that matter, I mean, maybe they're not your favorite celebrities. Maybe they're not your favorite politicians. You know, bombs um, aren't very selective as far as uh, who they maim and otherwise injure when they detonate. So, you know, you may say, hey, you know, I don't really care if if, uh, some nutbag blows up Robert De Niro. Um, You're going to have to deal with Chris Sear on that one because he's he's pretty animated on the fact that Robert De Niro should not be blown up. Um, But it doesn't matter because if that package intended for Robert De Niro blows up and uh, you're in the shrapnel zone, um, it is not going to just automatically divert uh, its uh, potentially lethal payload uh, because uh, you think it's a good idea. So uh, don't get cute. And whatever you do, drive safely on that wet pavement today. We should uh, we should give a shout out to our friend Peyton, who is behind the glass. He is on the board, making things happen uh, for us. You don't hear my voice unless he is back there working his magic. Uh, we've got some cool bumper music queued up. Uh, he's the one who makes sure that we get our our theme song out, our opening theme, our closing theme. Uh, things are going to get shaken up in the next couple weeks 
with respect to that. You know what's coming. I know what's coming, and we're going all out. That's all I'm going to say about that right now. But uh, we'll have uh, we'll have some new audio treats for you coming up here. Uh, I do have a, a programming note for you. Uh, next week, you are going to get the good old Sam Lyons bookends. That's right. Sam Lyons will be here for his regularly scheduled show, The Lion's Den, on Monday. And then he is going to be back in this studio, on this mic, at this time, on Friday. That's right. I uh, am otherwise committed uh, next Friday, November the 2nd. So Sam Lyons is going to sit in, and you will have a bonus episode of The Lion's Den. In the meantime, the following week, you're going to get a double dose of me because basically Sam and I are just swapping spots. So I will be in the Monday morning slot on Monday, November the 5th. That is the next time that you will hear me live from the studio. And then I will be back at the end of the week uh, on Friday, November the 9th for our regular installment of Impolite Company's Wind Down Friday. And that's uh, actually going to be a great week uh, for me to be in twice because uh, we're going to be talking about what is happening that weekend, uh, November the uh, 8th, 9th, and 10th. That's the Flyover Comedy Festival, my friends. Uh, If you are not aware, uh, shame on you. Uh, But no, I'm not here to judge. Um, We've got got a very big event coming to St. Louis for the second consecutive year. It is the Flyover Comedy Festival. It takes place largely in the Grove neighborhood, of St. Louis, that is uh, that delightful strip of Manchester Avenue, Manchester Boulevard, that extends basically between King's Highway and the junction of Vandevenor and Shoto. Uh, Look for the beautiful neon signs at either end of the neighborhood, Uh, and there are a bunch of venues uh, in between there, and a little bit east, actually, because the improv shop is kind of ground zero uh, the staging area, so to speak, for the Flyover Comedy Festival, and that is right there at Vandeventer and Showtel. But I get ahead of myself. Flyover Comedy Festival is three days of comedy entertainment. Stand-up comedy, yes. Improv comedy, yes. Sketch comedy, yes. Podcasts, yes. Sketch programming, yes. All of that stuff. It all comes together in one general location www.flyovercomedyfest.com is where you can go to get more information, more schedules. Uh, Most importantly, it's where you can order uh, your bracelets, your wristbands rather, for for the whole weekend or for one day uh, or for individual shows. Uh, It's all there. There are some fantastic stand-up comedians coming in for this, um, headlined by Cameron Esposito, uh, she is hilarious. Uh, the always funny Janelle James will be in. Uh, Shane Torres is coming in for that. A ton of local comics, a ton of uh, regional and nationally known uh, improv and sketch comedy companies are going to be coming in for that. Um, it's going to be uh, a fantastic time. Uh, if you're even slightly interested, 
uh, in comedy, especially local comedy. This is going to be something that you are definitely going to want to spend a lot of time with. And since I have uh, two hours of programming time that week, I'm going to do my darndest to uh, get both some local and some of our inbound uh, talent to come on the air, and we'll talk about the festival. We'll talk about comedy in general. Uh, we might even talk about tacos. But why not? Uh, why shouldn't we do that? Uh, I guess I guess we have to talk about a, a couple of things uh, that are, are going on right now um, in, in, in society. Um, the first of which is um, the McRib is back. Um, the uh, company that... Uh, and I use this term lightly, um, produces uh, the McRib is not a sponsor, so uh, we won't uh, we won't mention them by name. But you all know who it is. Uh, I don't get it. I'm I'm just gonna gonna lay it out there. I do not get um, the fascination uh, with the McRib. I also don't understand why it is such a a rare or precious commodity that uh, the the restaurant that uh, produces this thing uh, feels like they have to restrict it um, to a particular season. And I don't know what that season really correlates to either. I don't know why uh, this particular time of year, whatever other particular times of year, um, they happen to offer the McRib. Why, why is it necessary to ration this thing out? I mean, are there only so many... McRib animals out there, and we have to wait for the McRib population to to repopulate itself. I mean, are we afraid that um, whatever the McRib comes from is going to be like the the buffalo was in the early parts of the 20th century when they were when they were overhunted and down to a very scarce number? And it wasn't until people like Ted Turner got involved and and started uh, throwing some money at, at repopulation efforts. I mean, is there somebody out there right now? who is trying to get the McRib animal um, back in the mood, so to speak, uh, to reproduce? Are, are we waiting um, for some sort of uh, advancement in McRib husbandry? Uh, but in the meantime, we have to ration these things out. Um, I don't know what the deal is, but, I mean, if, if, if they are such a scarce commodity, then why do they always run specials where you can get your second one for a dollar? You know, assuming they allow you to have a second one for a dollar, and that's a that's a shout out to our our friend of the show, uh, Libby Higgins, who has uh, made her fame and fortune based upon an unfortunate incident at a local purveyor of McRibs. Um, I don't get it. It's it's just it's it's there's no rib in the McRib. Okay, there is no I mean, a rib is, you know, is is ribs are a bone structure. There's no bones in this thing. It's just it's it's meat that's shaped like bone. And then they dunk it in barbecue sauce and put pickles and onions on it and and serve it on a bun. Maybe it's the bun because they don't use like a regular hamburger bun for this thing like they do with their fish sandwich and their chicken sandwich they use a different so maybe it's the bun i mean maybe maybe that's the the rare element for the mcrib is is um you know they only have access to that particular blend of flour certain times of year i mean is it special wheat 
that only grows in a certain period and they haven't figured out yet how to replicate the, the right climatological conditions in a laboratory somewhere to grow this particular kind of wheat, uh, to get it in the volume where they can have a year-round supply of McRib buns, it's, it's, it's puzzling to me. Uh, the other thing, uh, the other thing that's going on right now is uh, Halloween. Uh, that's coming up on Wednesday. Um, that's something that I think we'll we'll chat in the in the second half of the hour. My thoughts on on Halloween, and uh, maybe Annalisa will show up. <laughs> maybe she won't. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll chat about uh, Halloween, or I'll chat about Halloween. Uh, in the second half of the hour. If you've got something to say about Halloween, by all means, uh, text us in, 314-880-0808. We do have a few more things to talk about in the second half of the show. Uh, we'll have the, the comedy rundown. Uh, Annalisa's got some stories to tell. Uh, maybe she'll be in the studio to tell them. Maybe she'll text them in at 314-880-0808 uh, if she's having trouble getting into the studio today. And I'll just sit here and read them directly off the screen. Maybe you've got a story that you would like to text in at 314-880-0808. I'll read that off the screen. Keep it clean, please. I mean, granted, the sun isn't even up yet, so I guess technically we're kind of still in that quote-unquote after dark uh, mindset. But then again, we're also on terrestrial AM radio and we are governed by the FCC. And the last thing that we want is to get on the wrong side of a government agency at 627 in the morning in, in case you are listening to the show live here in St. Louis where it is central daylight time. But it will not be central daylight time the next time you hear my voice on the radio after today because I'm off next week, and then the week after that, we're back to standard time, and that makes me happy, even though I have an angry voice right now. I don't mean to have an angry voice. I'm just very intense at the moment. I think this is a really good time to take a break, and in order to get me down from this intense mindset, we've got the great Roy Ayers with a little liquid love. Back after the break. Get your 
And we are back on Impolite Company's Wind Down Friday. James Brown Friday, of course, because it's always James Brown Friday on Wind Down Friday, presented by Impolite Company. Now, I got that Monday show coming up on November the 5th, so will it be James Brown Monday or will it be another Monday? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to figure that out. Um, so stay tuned. There's there's a, there's a reason to tune in. You're always going to want to tune in on Monday. So you're going to want to tune in to Impolite Company all five days of the week. But, you know, we, we, we definitely are all keyed in for Mondays listening to the young Sam Lyons as he grows into his role as a radio host. Every show getting better than the last one. And the last one wasn't so bad either. So that's a real auditory treat for you. And then, of course, Chris Sear, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday for Impolite Company. You never know what's going to happen on that show. So that is definitely mandatory listening. You know what else is mandatory listening? Is the dulcet voice of my co-host, Annalisa Coker. Annalisa, good morning. Good morning. I live. You do live. And and uh, you scolded me during the break that I need to lay off of your McRib life. So you're one of those people. I don't even eat meat, but I will. I will root for the McRib till my dying breath. I'm not sure the McRib actually is meat. I mean, I'm <laughs> assuming it's meat. It's it's meat that pretends to be bone, which, again, I don't understand why you would want to eat a bone or something shaped like a bone. I don't it, – it's 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 per, perplexing. They uh, they make a fake McRib, uh, Morningstar, which is like a, like a vegetarian yes, brand. Yes, Morningstar Farms. They right. make a fake McRib that looks like a McRib and tastes like a McRib, but you know exactly what's in it. And that's magic. How would you know what a McRib tastes like if you don't eat meat? Oh, I mean, I was born an omnivore. Okay. And I, I chose the righteous path. All right. The righteous path. <laughs> Although I, I have to say that uh, my, my, uh, my brother-in-law has been uh, – one of my brothers-in-law, I should say uh, – has been a committed vegetarian since he was 18 years old. And the reason why he became a vegetarian is because when he went off to college, uh, the lo- there was no line basically for the vegetarian section of the dormitory cafeteria. Oh. And then it just kind of stuck. So what was a decision born of efficiency then became a lifestyle. So you never know. When you're going to get sucked into that life. But let's talk about your life a little bit. Annalisa, you have had a week. You have had a tremendous week. So it's, it's no surprise, really, uh, that you were, uh, you were exhausted to the point to where you, you slept through the alarm uh, and got here a little tardy. But we're glad you're here. So you started a new day job this week. I did. Um, I know you probably can't get into to too many specifics about where you work, but tell us a little bit about what you're doing at least. Sure. Um, so there, uh, there was a an automobile company. Uh, uh, let let's call it uh, let's call it uh, Volks Volkswagen with an F. Okay. Volks. 
Uh, and they had a diesel issue. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, they're just re- they're repairing them now. Fol- Volkswagen is repairing all of them now. I see. And I work for them. Okay. I just drive cars around all day. To that's what I do now. You drive to to drain the diesel out or to. Uh, uh, I guess, like, if there's a muffler light on, you have to, like, drive it to clear it out. I don't really understand. You just drive. I just drive. They're like, go down to the Damiensville exit. And I'm like, okay. And uh, I just drive a car all day long. Or I move them from lots. I'm, like, walking around, like, a lot. I'm not making this sound great at all. But it's... If you like driving, though, I suppose that's a... There's a lot of walking and a lot of driving. Yeah. Uh, I like both of those things. Okay. Uh, and uh, I get to socialize uh, with, like, mechanics who are cool people that I, like, hardly ever get to talk to those sorts of people in my life. So you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to pick up some knowledge on the side, and you're gonna, we're, we're going to have to have, like, a, an auto repair segment on the, on the show eventually. Yes. Although I guess it will be focused specifically on abating diesel problems. Correct. Yes. Uh, yeah, I just drive around all day. It's pretty good. I'm going to be walking and driving in the rain today, and that that makes me nervous. My parents always have, like, a story for, like, why you should or shouldn't do something. Okay. And, uh, hey, Mom and Dad, I think they're listening right now. Good morning. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they used to live in Italy, and I guess there was this store called Sorella Ramonda, which just means Sisters Ramonda. It was like a clothing store. Yes. And they're like, we're 23 and newly married. We live in Italy. It's raining. Let's go shopping. And they got in a bad accident and they didn't speak very much English and the cop didn't speak or they didn't speak much Italian. The cop didn't speak much English. So they wound up just like giving the cop all the money, all the cash that they had and then like drove their crappy car back. This I'm not telling mom and dad text in. Base, all I'm trying to say is this is this terrible thing. Never leave in the rain. Never drive in the rain unless it's an emergency situation. Sorella Ramonda. That's what they always say to me. Okay. Do you think my boss will make me not drive if I just say Sorella Ramonda? I don't. It's like magic words. It's yeah. like the magic words, Sorella Ramonda, and then the car just disappears. Cha-cha. Wow. So that was only one part of your week. You also, uh, on uh, I believe it was uh, Tuesday, performed in the Players League at uh, Improv Shop. I did. It was super fun. Yeah. Um, if you ever, if you ever want to see free improv, uh, go to the Improv Shop on a Tuesday. The kitchen is open. Uh, there's also uh, you can play D and D and things in the small theater. And then uh, the Players League is super fun. It's really laid back and it's uh, free and it's. Um, it's really, it's really cool. We do a, we do a, a, a form that's called, uh, the Laurent. It's kind of neat. So like, there's always a two person scene. So like, let's say player A and player B are having a scene. Okay. Player A is tapped out. So now player B and player C are having a scene. But okay. Player B is the same character, just in a different situation than C and D, D and E and until all the way until then A is in uh, the last scene. It's really cool. It like paints the picture of this like little world. That uh, that 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 makes a lot of sense now because I you know I, I I I go to improv shows every now and then and I didn't realize that there was like a a name or a, a form for the different formats. I just thought, oh, this is pretty cool. So some of them have names. Um, some of them, I guess, you just modify it and call it whatever you want. But the Laurent is like a like a staple form. Gotcha. 
Yeah. There's also the Herald, which is well, the flagship form. That was what I was going to – that was going to be my next question is, you know, because I always see, you know, if you if you follow the improv, the local improv community in particular, you always see, oh, it's Herald night. What 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 exactly is Herald? Okay. So uh, I think it's the movie A Hard Day's Night, the Beatles, where they yes. – somebody, like, asks George what his haircut – what he calls his haircut. And then he says that he calls it Arthur. Okay. So I guess that was, like, really funny to some improvisers in, like, the 60s. And they were in San Francisco being directed by Del Close, who is, like, this huge – he's painted on the, the wall. Yes, the, shop. the godfather. He and and uh, Viola Spolin. On yeah. The uh, Del came up with this thing, and then they decided that they were going to call it Harold – like making fun of the Arthur haircut thing. Gotcha. Uh, it's really cool. There's an organic opening based on the suggestion, which is just like, you know, a bunch of improvisers like making wishy sounds or whatever, like building a volcano like out of their bodies. And you draw three central themes from that. And then there are uh, – it's called a beat. There's three scenes to a beat. Okay, this is going to sound complicated, but it's really No, amazing. but this is fascinating though. Okay, so um, – so let's say um, – so in the first scene, let's say for whatever reason, it's a child on a Santa's lap in like a Macy's. Okay. And the little boy is like, I want this super fancy uh, toy rocket ship, yada, 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 with the wheels and the spinners. And he's like, hey, kid, I can tell that your parents probably aren't very rich because, you know, you're wearing these, like, knockoff Skechers and sweatpants. Uh, so you're probably not going to get this whiz-bang thing. Let me explain the economics of Christmas to you. <laughs> uh, and then – so then that's the scene that you get. And then maybe – then you'll – so then there will be three scenes that are independent of each other, three two-person scenes. Then there will be another organic thing called a game. That's when the second beat happens. So okay. in, so in beat 1A, we have the Santa Claus. Right. Now it has to correlate. So it could be a, it could be um, a time dash now where that very same Santa Claus is now in uh, in the manager's office. Okay. And the manager is like, "Listen, you look great as Santa Claus, but you can't be telling the kids that they have to ask for cheaper toys because that's not how the store runs. Let me explain the economics of Christmas." Okay. And it ties it back. It ties it back. Gotcha. So gotcha. it's like you have three strings of things that are being tied out uh, throughout the show that eventually get kind of braided together in the last beat. That is – that's amazing. I mean, that really – I mean – and it's all improvisational, so you have to commit to the structure, but at the same time, while you're trying to you know remember the structure, you also have to creatively come up with these things based upon suggestions that you had no idea were going to get thrown out. It's like the ultimate brain teaser. It really is. That's and, and I can understand now why it is called improv because, I mean, you really do have to improvise on the fly. Uh, it's not just a bunch of people, you know, acting stuff out. They actually are, are following a structure in connection with that. That's, that's incredible. That's incredible. So that was Players League. And uh, last night, you were on Sorry, Please Continue, the storytelling show featuring guest interrupters. Uh, I believe that was at the Heavy Anchor, yes? It was. And uh, you told the story. Do tell. Uh, I 
I love Sorry, Please Continue. It's so fun. It was the theme was travel. Yes. Uh, and I told a story about how my sister and I were in Poland, and uh, we met this kid that worked at a at a coffee kiosk in the street, and he had a rat tail that went down to his lower back. Oh my! And uh, yeah. He met up with us later, and we got drinks in this, like, weird basement bar. He was really great. But then he left, and my sister and I got tanked. And uh, in the street, she, like, we were, like, in the cab, and she, like, got freaked out. And so at the stop sign, she just, like, jumped out of the cab and started running. So I jumped out after her. We stiffed the cab driver. Oops. Uh, The night was outrageous. Uh, She punched me in the street. I peed in a flower pot and almost got arrested by some gendarmes and uh it was a great uh yeah and then we went to auschwitz and it was great well that had an interesting twist at the end my gosh so i told that okay well and and sorry please continue of course holds a a very special place uh in in our collective hearts um because that is where you and i actually met we were both storytellers on sorry please continue uh that was at uh that arts festival the comedy and arts festival at the arcade building in 2016 and the third storyteller on that show was one travis terrell who you will hear hawk permitting in the seven o'clock hour from seven to ten this morning on st louis live which i believe is taking place at southtown pub this morning but uh you can wait another 15 minutes and, and uh, find out where, where they're at and what they're doing and whether Travis, in fact, is uh, even going to show up today. So that's kind of a cool little connection that we all have, that that was the glue uh, that kind of kind of brought us all together. Speaking of, of uh, people being brought together, um, you acquired at a thrift shop a collector's plate. Um, I'm going to let you tell this story, uh, because this is, this is just fascinating why something like this would show up in a thrift shop. So tell us about Norbert and Anne. Norbert and Anne are America's sweethearts. I think I found this collective, this collectible plate at the Goodwill and it's a, you know, it's a China plate with gold trim and like two bells next to each other etched in it. And it says Norbert and Anne. No, what is it? November? October 24th, 1997. Yes. It's beautiful. It's a love story. Maybe. <laughs> so I wanted to wish them a happy anniversary. But you you acquired this plate in a thrift store. That yes, that is correct. So somewhere out there, somebody felt like there was another Norbert and Anne who did something memorable together on October twenty fourth, nineteen ninety seven, that would want a keepsake and would be shopping in a thrift store for just that item. I'm a whole, I bought it because I'm now in search for Norbert and Anne. I think I'm going to, like, put an ad out for a Norbert and Ann and, like, hold auditions or something. Well, I'm I'm guessing that if the plate wound up in a thrift store that there is no more Norbert and Ann because otherwise they would have kept that. So either Norbert or Ann 
wound up with that plate after the separation and wanted nothing more to do with it and said, you know what, I'll take whatever the thrift shop gives me for it. There's there's probably 27 cents worth of gold on this plate that somebody might <laughs> want. I mean, somebody might want to, you know, chip that off and, you know, make a filling or something with it. I'm wondering if maybe Norbert and Anne are are no longer on this planet. It it could for I mean, you know, when was the last time somebody named Norbert was born? I mean, it's got to be in the 40s. I think I think that maybe Norbert and Anne had their 50th wedding anniversary on October 24th, 1997. And then someone like gifted them this fancy plate like, "Hey, you had a big anniversary." And then they died. And no one wanted the plate anymore. Or maybe they just didn't like the plate. Maybe it didn't go with anything else, and they were so put off that somebody <laughs> would be so so ignorant of their their china pattern that they're like, oh, you know what? Just send it to a thrift store or something like that. Either way, I now have it in a special, like a plate oh. easel. Oh. Like on display. Okay. Is this is this upsetting you? Well, oh, no, no, but I've just had a thought. Oh no. What if Norbert and Anne perished together on October 24th, 1997? Oh, no. Their remains were cremated. No. And those remains were pressed into a ceramic plate. Oh, my God! You may have Norbert and Anne. That plate may be Norbert and Anne. Oh, my gosh. And the and the gold trim is, is their wedding rings that were melted ah! down and and formed the border of the plate. This is outrageous. The plate is people. Ah! I'm going with that. I love it. I love it. I actually, I have it next to my cremated animal. Uh, so it, it works out. That would be the, the deer. That would the, be the, the deer. The deer in a box. Moki. Yeah. Moki. Also, Moki. yeah. Moki from the trash bin. Smokey from the trash bin that we think was a deer. We think was a deer. We think was a deer. It's now ashes in a box. All right. Um, while we're on macabre topics, um, I guess we are kind of obligated to mention the fact that Halloween is this Wednesday. Heck yeah. I'm very indifferent to the whole Halloween thing. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I'm not into it. I mean, Halloween, it, it's it's panhandling. I mean, it's sending your children out to panhandle your neighbors for food. And you're so embarrassed by the fact that you're sending your children out to panhandle that you make them dress up in a disguise so nobody will know that they're your children. I mean, that's basically what I get out of Halloween. Is that about right? I I wish I could argue with you. I can't. That sounds like it's probably accurate. Uh, That said... uh, I love it. I'm about it. I'm a 30-year-old woman. I'm going to go trick-or-treating. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you do you. I mean, that's fine. I mean, the only redeeming element of Halloween to me is November the 1st when all the candy goes on sale. Well, you wouldn't have to purchase candy if you just went out and panhandled some Yale. But I want to be in control of what I get. You know, I, I, I don't want I don't want to have to rely on what the market will bear. Ah. You know, a whole sack full of Skittles isn't gonna do me a whole lot of good because I don't like Skittles. Ooh. I'm a Skittle girl. Well, you can have mine then. Great. 
Um, I'm all about that Heath bar. Ooh. And nobody gives out Heath bars anymore. I'm not even sure they make Heath bars anymore. You can get a Heath Dilly bar at the uh, at the Dairy Queen. I'm sure you can. And it is excellent. I am. Well, I don't want to say anything. Uh, well, they're not a sponsor. What do I care? Um, I've never been a big fan of Dairy Queen. No? I don't feel like the product that they dispense is is close enough to either ice cream or frozen custard for my taste. It just, I don't know. It, just something off-putting about it. Mm. I, uh, I really like, uh, I really like there's like, you don't order it from the counter. There's like these like refrigerator things where you buy like the cakes and stuff. Yes. They have these like star shaped. It's not like really a popsicle, but it's not not a popsicle. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, There's, I like, do know what you're talking about. Star-shaped. Are they the is that the Mr. Misty or whatever or is that I think no, that's No, I think a, that's something else. That's like a smoothie type um, thing. I don't know, but they're so good, but you have to buy them as a box. You can't buy them individually You can't anymore. buy them. You used to be able to buy those things individually. Yeah. I mean, I can remember as a kid going to Dairy Queen and you could get the individual treats, so the dilly good. bars and the, yeah. yeah, all that stuff. All right. Well, we have reached that point in the show where we do the comedy rundown uh, of all of the uh, live independent comedy shows going on in the St. Louis area next week. And I got to tell you, there's not a lot going on this week because um, a lot of venues are having Halloween festivities and the like. Uh, so a reminder that uh, the Improv Shop, the showcase at the shop, which ordinarily takes place on Saturday nights at 8.15 in the side stage, will not take place this week um, because they are having their Halloween party at the Improv Shop. So um, no showcase at the shop this week. However, to satiate your thirst for local comedy in St. Louis on Saturday night, May I recommend Apotheosis Comics at 3206 South Grand. Go there at 8 p.m. for the South City Comedy Series. For $5, you can see Jeremy Plum from Omaha, Nebraska, St. Louis's own Nathan Orton, Brian McDowell, and guest spots featuring Molly Ambergie and John Green. So that'll be a fun show. Again, that's at Apotheosis Comics on South Grand. Uh, that is Tom Brown's baby. I don't know if he'll be hosting it or not, um, but uh, he brings you the South City Comedy Series at Apotheosis Comics. Monday night, traditional open mic night. You got two of them to choose from uh, on the independent comedy scene. The Improv Shop open mic, 3960 Shoto. That's free. That's at 8 p.m. If you're a comic wanting to sign up for that, go early, much early. And then the Comedy Shipwreck open mic at the Heavy Anchor, 5226 Gravoy at 10 p.m., another free show. You will see 20 to 30 comics flexing their stuff, getting their material in shape, doing some old favorites, trying some new stuff out. It's a wild and wacky time, dollar PBR specials. Chad Wallace hosts that show. This Wednesday, again, there is no wild card comedy at the Crow's Nest. Go to the Crow's Nest anyway. Have yourself a burger. Have yourself one of their specialty sandwiches. Have a delicious craft cocktail or a fine non-alcoholic beverage or craft beer. Do do what I'm not going to tell you exactly what to do other than to patronize our sponsors. And then Thursday night, it's We Are Live, free comedy Thursday at Southtown Pub. 
3707 South Kings Highway. That is uh, brought to you by our good friends at St. Louis Live slash We Are Live. Uh, the roster is not set for that show yet, but it will be good. It's always good. It's free. It's at 8 p.m. You go. You have a good time. You have some drinks. You eat some wings, and you laugh a whole lot. That's all that we've got on the comedy rundown for this week. Um, I'm sure that uh, uh, by the time this time rolls around next week and Sam Lyons is here, maybe he'll have some other recommendations for the weekend. Otherwise, I will bring you some news of forthcoming comedy events when I am back on November the 5th on Monday. Annalicia, what's going on in the improv community this week? And lots of cool stuff. Tonight, if you're interested, uh, there's a real treat called Empty Full of Sorrows, uh, where people are, are in character as uh, goths, uh, improvised as, as gothic characters. Okay. Uh, it's really strange and lovely. Everyone's, like, in costume. Uh, Andy Slowey is in it. He's a gem. John Langan. Uh, and then Lucas Bloodmore. Uh, who uh, who is uh, one of the goths in that, and also a uh, uh, is a is a manager, a night manager at the at the uh, Casey's General Store, uh, is going to be teaching uh, an improv show called Grimprov, and that'll be uh, later in the night. So eight o'clock uh, on the main stage is Empty Full of Sorrows. Then at ten fifteen, Lucas Bloodmourne will be doing a set. Uh, so please check those out. You don't Fantastic. want to miss Lucas Bloodmourne. What uh, a great name, too, for Halloween week. Uh, and then, uh, you know, there's The Bunker, which will also be going on tonight, and Cage Match. And then tomorrow I'm going to – oh, tonight I'm actually in a show at 11 o'clock called hey. Laugh Your Pants Off. Uh, it's like a strip show. Okay. But well, it's not sexy. Okay. Okay. Uh, I believe it's free. And then tomorrow I'm going to be in the haunted house. The improv shop has an eight o'clock uh, party. the The whole main theater is going to be a haunted house, uh, free, eleven to one. See me, see, come see me, scare you. And you will be clothed again by then. Yes, I, I will be clothed. All right. Uh, Monday night I have a show. It's free. Uh, opposite the open mic at the improv shop on the main stage. And then there's a Players League show on Tuesday that I will not be a part of. Herald Knights on Thursday. That's it. Ta-da. We've done it. Awesome. And that is going to do it for Impolite Company's Wind Down Friday. I'm Yale Hollander. I will be back on Monday, the 5th of November. Sam Lyons will be in this spot next Monday. He will also be in this spot next Friday. Take it away, Chairman. When she dances by Senorita Stare and Caballero Sigh, and I've seen toast to tangerine raised in every bar across the Argentine. Yes, she has them all on the run, but her heart belongs to just one. Her heart belongs to Tangerine. Tangerine, she is all acquainted with her eyes at night. You're listening to WGNU St. Louis. 
operating on 920 AM and K295CQ on 106.9 FM.